הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שודרנו, לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר קדוש שמשר בארץ המה. ובפרט לרבנו הקדוש, צדיק יסוד עולם נחה, נובע מכל חוכמה, רבנו נחמן מפגע מצמחה. נא נח נחמן נחמן מאומן זכותו, תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. ברוך השם, today we start with תורה קה, תורה 105, and we're going to do many different lessons, but they're much smaller, so, um, God willing, let's, uh, let's hop right into it. תורה קה, שמעתי מאחד, רבי נתן says I heard from one of the students, שהזהיר אותו שישתדל לעיין בתורתו, ורבנו exhorted him, רבנו told him, he encouraged him to deeply study his Torah. Meaning what? רבנו was telling this man to delve deeply into the teaching of רבנו. ויראה לחדש בתורתו איזה דבר. And see to create a novelty within רבנו's Torah, any sort of thing, whatever you find. Create any sort of novelty that you find within the רבנו's Torah. כאשר הזהיר על זה לכמה וכמה מאנשיו, אז רבנו exhorted many and many of his students. ואמר לו, אני told him, אם תזכה לכוון אל תוכן כוונתי בתורתי, מה טוב? If you merit to understand or to, if you merit the substance of my intention, basically. If you merit to get to the, the main subject that I'm trying to get to but in my Torah. Matov, how good is this? Even though you're not able, and even if you're not able to um, get to the direct intention of mine. Nonetheless, it's still something very, very great. When a person merits to create a novelty in Torah, because it's a great rectification for all the moral thoughts that we, that we had in the past. Because all um, immoral thoughts stem and come from the strength of the imagination, illusions. But when one person creates novelties in Torah, it says, what is creating Chidushim? What is Chidushim? When a person creates a, a Torah novelty. And it says, um, <clears throat> in Sichot Aram, Rabbanu brings this idea down. It's also brought in a few different Tzfarim. Like likening one thing to another. To liken something, to compare one thing. Though it comes from the word like this dimyon, this illusion. Meaning that the when you liken one thing to the next, by doing a Torah Chidush, you're able to repair the other Medameh, the evil Medameh, which is the Medameh, the imagination, which stems and lead, which leads into the moral thought. Therefore, one rectifies when he creates Torah novelties, the blemishes that he had whenever he fell into a moral thought through the imagination. I too, Rabbi Nathan says, heard from Rabbeinu's mouth many, many times. That he warned us very much to create novelties in Torah. And Rabbeinu said it's a very, very great rectification over the past. That even one word alone that a person merits to create in a novelty of Torah, even just one chidush of a word that a person creates in studying Torah, who gamken tov me'od is also very good. Ki hu tikun gadol me'od because it's a very great rectification. Gav Amar, Rabbeinu also said, Shehu tova l'nishmat avotav shekvar nistarku, that it's actually very good for the souls of his ancestors that have already left this world, that have passed away. And um, look in the Zohar, Parashat Shelach, Daf Kuf Ayn Aleph and Kuf Ayn Dalet. 
and the Zohar Chadash on Megillat Rut over there, it speaks about this idea. And uh, I brought the wrong source earlier, but this Bechina, Medame Milta Le Milta, Rabbi saying is referencing, it's brought down in Gemara Barachot, page 19a, and in Yevamot, page uh, 109b. Um, so look over there with regard to this thing of Medame Milta Le Milta, the Chidush is this idea of the Tikkun of the Medame. Torah Kuv Vav, very small lesson. Rabbi Hanu says it's very fitting, very proper to think about words of Torah at the time when he's with his wife. At the, during the time of conception, etc. During the time when you're with your wife, uh, during marital relations. And nonetheless, even so, you can still conceive children. Even though your thought is still bound to thoughts of Torah. Rabban was saying, do not mis- mi- mi- be mistaken. Do not think that um, uh, just because you're thinking thoughts of Torah, you can't, uh, you cannot conceive children. Rabban was saying, you can still be in the mind of, you can still be thinking thoughts of Torah and still be with your wife and conceive children. It's very good to accustom yourself to do so. Torah kufzayin. Pa'am echad diber minyan mi'us ve'achakat atavad kleliyut. One time Rabban was speaking about distancing oneself and about being disgusted from the general ta'ava. This we're talking about a sexual immorality. the sexual desire. Rabban said, see, behold, At the very least, food provides a person's strength and vitality. But this ta'ava of sexual desire, it's actually on the contrary, it's the exact opposite. It diminishes and damages a person's vitality very much. And it weakens a person's strength very much. It's certain that one does not need this desire at all. Except in order, literally only in order to procreate. Rabbeinu was very disgusted by this desire and it's Rabban was very big on just Be'emet, <clears throat> that one should fight his, um, should continue praying all his life to beat this desire until he destroys it, going from one desire to the next that is brought down in uh, Shifre Aran. And Rabban said the main test, the main Nisayon, uh, the main refinement of a person in this world comes through this test. Because even though the Tava for money is maybe even more, more um, can bring a person even lower, Nonetheless, Rabbanu said this is the main desire and this is the main nisayon for every single man when he comes to this world. But Rabbanu was very disgusted by this and um, we see this in many different places in Chayim Moran and Tzichot Aran that a person has to sanctify himself tremendously. Okay. Torah Kufchet. Pa'am echad siper minan me'asad b'nei adam. One time Rabbanu was speaking about human behavior. Anab Amar and he said, he answered and he said, Halo Adam. Surely a person, just for a, a small pleasure of 15 minutes in this world, he's able to forfeit, forfeit and lose this entire world with the world to come as well. Rabbanu says for 15 minutes of pleasure in this world, you can forfeit everything in this world and the next. You can forfeit your entire world to come. Rabbanu 
I don't know how to speak Yiddish, but nonetheless, just so that we speak the Lashon of Rabbeinu, it's very important that uh, we read it in the Lashon Rabbeinu said it. And this is, uh, this is what Rabbi Nathan says, that he brings it down in the name of Rabbeinu, that um, a person, just because he wants to fall into his desire for 15 minutes, can lose everything. So it's very important to keep our head on our shoulders and to, to think before we actually do. And um, to uh, put Hashem before everything we do. Torah Kuftah, 109. And this, by the way, is something very, very big. And this answers a lot of questions for those people who think that it's not a it's not to go to Uman for Rosh Hashanah. That, or those people who are in Eretz Yisrael, they say that it's not okay to go to Uman because you're leaving Eretz Yisrael. It's not good to stay in Eretz Yisrael. This is the answer. Rabbeinu spoke with me regarding the Kever of the Bar Shem Tov. Zecher Tzadik Vekadosh Livracha. May the memory of this Holy Tzadik be for a blessing. She told me only Yot Shaman Kivro that it's very good to be on his Kever. Ve'amar and Rabbeinu said, Ki Tzadikim Yirshu Aretz. And it says in the verse in Tehidim, chapter 37, the Tzadikim inherit the earth. What does that mean? Meaning the true tzaddikim, they inherit Eretz Yisrael. That the tzaddikim amitim, the true tzaddikim, they merit that the place of their burial, the place in which they're buried, is so holy that it possesses the holiness of Eretz Yisrael. Mamash. Rabbanu said mamash, literally. And Eretz Yisrael is a very great rectification for the blemishing of the covenant. So what does Rabbeinu say? When you go to the cave of the Bar Shem Tov or the great Tzadikim, the great true Tzadikim, it says if you're in Eretz Yisrael, you're in the Bechina of Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael, Rabbeinu says, Mamash, the holiness of Eretz Yisrael, literally. It's not, lit, it's not Eretz Yisrael in Eretz Yisrael, in the boundaries of Eretz Yisrael. But Rabbeinu is saying, the Eretz Yisrael in itself is by the cave, it's there. And we know this idea, look into the Kotel Achot for an explanation on this, that actually Eretz Yisrael received its holiness from the Tzadik. So the Kever of the Tzadik is actually what sanctifies the land of Eretz Yisrael. It's, it's, a, it's a concept beyond our understanding, but it's something tremendous. And we have to have simple faith um, to apply this, because it's very, very important. So maybe we have the merit to get to the Kever of the Bar Shem Tov, and to Rabbeinu, Bezrat Hashem, and Uman, to all the true Tzadikim, Rabbi Natan, and all the great Tzadikim, Rabbi Shimon, Bar Yochai, um, I heard that one person asked Rabenu, What's the nature of free will? What's the nature of choice and free will in this world? What is it? What is it? Rabenu answered him in simplicity. And pay attention to this. Because for people who have sophistication, it's very important to throw it away and to listen to what Rabenu is saying. Rabenu answered simply, a person has free will in his hands in simplicity. A person has in, the capability in his hands to choose in simplicity. If he wants to do, or say he shall do. If he did not want to do, or say he did not need to do. And I recorded this. I imprint, I, I, I wrote that. Because it's something very, very necessary to write. Many people are perplexed by this question of free will. They always ask, do we have free will? Do we not have free will? How do we have free will if God knows what we're going to do beforehand? All this stuff. Stop understanding and trying to understand what God says. What God understands, Rabbi Nathan are telling us. So Rabbi Nathan says, 
I wrote this down because many people are perplexed by this question. Because they're accustomed in their actions and in their ways from their youth already very, very much. Meaning, people have already set their paths and they feel stubborn in their ways that they feel they can't change. So they feel that there is no free will because they feel already that it's impossible for them to fix themselves. It's impossible for them to start going to shul in the morning because they've already never been, go- they've been never been going since their youth. It's impossible for them to go to the mikveh because there's they don't like dirty water or whatever it is. Everything is because people are perplexed by this question because they're accustomed by their by their ways already. They feel stubborn in their ways. They feel they can't change themselves. Therefore, it seems to these people that they have no free choice. God forbid. And they feel they cannot change their ways, their actions. But the truth is, it's not so at all. Because it's certain that a person has choice, free will constantly over every single thing. And just as a person wants, he can do. And understand these words very well. One time a person came and asked Rabbeinu about the practices that bring one closer to God. And Rabbeinu told them to study. And uh, he asked Rabbeinu back. He said, Hello, I'm not able to study. responded, Through prayer one can get to everything. To all the good in the world. To everything good. You can merit everything good through prayer. To Torah, to service, to all holiness, to all acts of service, to all the good things in all the world, Rabbanu says. You can merit just through prayer. One time Rabbanu said, If they allowed a dead person to come back to this world to pray, It is certain that he would pray very, very, very beautifully with all his strength. Rabban was saying, if the dead person came back to this world for one minute and they allowed him to go pray, Rabban says, Be'emet. Be'emet, he would pray with all his strength because he knows once he leaves this world that prayer stands at the highest place. Torah Kufiud Bet. Le'inyan Yitchaskut, on the topic of encouragement. Rabban says, on the topic of encouragement, so that a person should not fall in his mind because of the amount of blemishes and the amount of damages that he did through his actions. So look what Rabbeinu says. He answered and he said, and underline this because this is Rabbeinu's theme right here. This is one of his most famous quotes ever. If a person believes that he can damage and destroy, believe that you can also fix, that you can rectify, that you can repair. If you believe you can destroy, you have to believe you can fix. We always tend to think that we can always damage and think, but it's very difficult to fix. Rabban was saying, if you believe you can damage, you have to believe you can fix. Torah kufyud gimel. And I'll let everyone interpret that the way they're supposed to because it's very simple but very deep. Torah Kufud Giman 113. One who's experienced even just a, a shining light, a glimmer of Hashem. God forbid, whenever he 
So even a person who's ex- a person who's experienced even just a small glimmer of Hashem Bach, when he does something, God forbid, that is not perfectly proper. Kromar meaning, meaning even though that action that he's about to do is not um, has doesn't even have a single motion of sin, God forbid, and not sing, one single desire of uh, uh, materialism, nothing, nothing physical there. Meaning that when a person is doing this action, it's just not with the perfect and ultimate holiness that it, that it truly needs for that mitzvah. Rabbi Anu says, so when a person has experienced just this glimmer of Hashem, and he does something that even just has a small notion that it isn't perfect in holiness, it has no sin, it has nothing wrong about it. It's just, it's not perfectly proper. <laughs> it's fitting for this person to ex- for his soul to expire completely from the awesome remorse and embarrassment that he should feel. Rabbein was saying just a drop of God's greatness. Just a drop. A drop of a drop. A drop in a sea of God's greatness. If you were to experience just that drop, even when you were to do a mitzvah and they were not perfect to the proper holiness, you would feel literally Embarrassment to the point where you want to leave this world. It's something uh, tremendous what Rabbeinu is saying. It means we haven't experienced God's greatness at all. Kloom, at all. Maybe we have the merit to experience just even a drop of it. Torah Kufi Dalet. 114. One time Rabbeinu spoke with me. And I understood that Rabbeinu's desire was to reveal to me something from his perceptions. As this was his way, um, this was customary of him. Constantly he used to do this. But it was very difficult for him. And I went with him together with silence. Because he did not speak with me at all. But the second Rabban was walking to Abinatam, something emerged from his holy mouth. And he said these words. What does that mean? It seems that we are obligated to be very careful from immoral thought. Immoral thoughts. We have to. We have to warn ourselves. We have to. We have to. We have to prevent ourselves from thinking immoral thoughts. And Rabbi Nathan says, I understood from Rabbi's holy language and from his movements. His holy movements at the time he was saying this to me. That the second he was revealing this to me in his, with his awesome perceptions, his amazing perceptions, that Rabenu had just understood, it was just revealed to him the tremendous perception of the blemish of immoral thoughts. God forbid. Rabenu just understood how bad immoral thoughts were. When we're, saying, we're never saying that Rabenu understood it, we're saying that Be'emet, it's uh, Rabenu really, really understood it um, to the highest degree we're talking about here. That he really got to the depth of what, what the blemish of Hihul is, what the Hihulim are, what immoral thoughts are. That it damages something, that it, damage, that it causes tremendous, tremendous blemish. May God spare us. And it's impossible to describe this in writing. May we protect ourselves from immoral thoughts. Torah Kuf Tedvah, the last Torah for today.
that he had great encouragement in his service. He did not allow himself to be confused at all. As we know, whenever we try to serve Hashem, we always get confused. Is this right? Are we doing this right? This, this, this. There's always confusion. The Rabbanu's way was like this. Rabbanu chose a certain upright pathway, how to behave in serving God. And he began to conduct himself with these practices in that pathway that he chose for himself. He would um, conduct himself with those practices for some time. For quite some time. And every single time that he that uh, foreign thoughts, other thoughts would come confuse him and would rise upon him to prevent him from uh, following this practice and to try to make him go into another pathway. He would not listen to those thoughts at all. He would push those thoughts away. He did not allow them to enter his mind at all. He was very strong and courageous in his mind. He was mentally strong. And he would walk with the, with the, and conduct himself in the pathway that he had chosen for himself for a long time. But afterwards, subsequently, after many weeks, some other thoughts would come to his mind and will try to um, convince him to conduct himself in another pathway. Since considerable time had already passed, he'd settle his mind and he chose for himself another pathway, another schedule that seemed appropriate during that time. But he did not allow himself to be confused every single time from one service to the next and from one pathway to the next. Meaning, he did this after quite some time, but he didn't allow himself to change his pathway every single two days, day, every single week. He was very strong to walk in a certain pathway for a long, long time. For quite some time. And then after, once he felt he had grown and changed, that he would change his seder. May we stick with something for a long time. May we go with one Torah, Rabbeinu, stick to a Torah. Yes, we start, we study Bikiyut, we study everything very quickly, but may we stick with one Torah um, and, and continuum, basically, so that we studied for a few weeks, two, two or three months at a time. And applying what we say there, applying what we study there, and then going to the next Torah, next Torah, Bezrat Hashem.